Well, this week on Grace to Stand, I can't believe what I'm about to say. But Darren and I are going to be talking about Taylor Swift. And um, it may be a little bit of a different take from all the stuff out there. I don't know. It, it's not, uh, we're not trying to jump on the bandwagon, but we do have some concerns. Isn't that right, Darren? <laughs> if Taylor Swift becomes one of our top five most listened to episodes, I'll have grave concerns about the state of the American I'm church. afraid. <laughs> I know. I'm afraid to, I'm even, I know I'm afraid to even have the conversation because it's, this is one of those, like you, you, it's like, you're touching the third rail. It's like, uh, you know, the Super Bowl obviously has, uh, has, has, has brought a lot of this to prominence, but this does seem to be the year for Taylor Swift. I mean, her whole career, which has been a, um, an impressive career and she's a still very young lady, but, uh, with the was it the Eros tour and and then dating uh, Travis Kelsey and the, the stars kind of aligned with it, didn't it? I mean, with the, with her tour and the whole NFL season just seemed to have this Taylor Swift angle to it the whole the whole year. It's very odd. Yeah. Very odd. Well, and, and that's, you know, that's why people, the whole joke has been like, that's why the Chiefs won. And, you know, mm-hmm. because it's a rigged system. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got, you know, every touchdown he's, uh, they're showing Taylor Swift. And then, uh, I don't know, I, I haven't followed it enough, but apparently her and, and uh, Travis Kelsey, apparently they're pro vaccine. And so we were saying, you know, Pfizer's involved. And, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know about any of that. I just have growing concerns about, her influence as an example of cultural influence in Christian homes. Not that she's, we're not canceling Taylor Swift. At least I'm not, I don't think you are. I mean, we're not trying to say, you know, burn Taylor Swift albums, but I, so I think the necessary disclaimer, and you could already see our discomfort in having this conversation, or at least mine is um, we're not canceling Taylor Swift, but there are very big issues. And I do have concerns when I see little girls running around in Christian homes who are obsessed with this lady who does not embody Christian ethics, Christian principles, and actually hostile to to actual traditional Christian values. So Mm -hmm. uh, that's kind of my intro on it, Darren. What do you think? (laughs) Right. I mean, this is not, this is certainly not a new problem uh, or a new, or new, I I don't even know if problems, the, the word new challenge. Um, Throughout the course of, of much of American pop culture history, I mean, you think back even to maybe around the 60s, you know, the, I, I would imagine that if there were podcasts, church podcasts uh, going on back in the 60s, you know, there would be all these concerns about the Beatles and Elvis and, and, uh, and the then words, they were burning albums. And right. I, I remember, not that I was old enough, but in, you know, in the, late seventies, early eighties. I remember the, my grandparents and certain aunts and uncles were kind of in that circle where you come to Christ, you burn all these albums. Mm -hmm. Right, right, right. And, and uh, I mean, we've, you know, I look in in my own, my own uh, period of memories and I'm thinking of, you know, the, of Madonna and Britney Spears and, and that whole, that whole crew of of people. I mean, American pop, yeah, right. I mean, pop, pop culture and and the entertainment industry 
in America is always pushing the envelope, um, always, always, you know, pushing to the next extreme in any kind of coverage as uh, media coverage is uh, and attention is good attention. <laughs> and uh, I mean, I think that, that uh, we, we see that on the covers of magazines that you see in the grocery store and in pop culture in general. But I, I'm with you, George. I mean, the concern is almost um, as uh, there, there are some concerning things about some of Taylor Swift's music and some of Taylor Swift's and certainly Taylor Swift's uh, political positions, which is something that I think is, is a newer uh, trait of, of, the entertainment industry where they're really leaning into a lot of the political, social issues of the day. Um, but well, that goes in it, cycles, right? Cause like it, some, again, yeah. some entertainers and musicians were, were activists and others weren't and exactly, was, you know, so it ebbs and flows, but it's certainly, but they uh, all are today and athletes a, too. Athletes yes. used to stay yes. out of that for the most part, but they're, they're really yeah. getting into it. And I think, I think the whole point though, that you and I are in our, in our off the, the record discussions about this have been that there's, there's just seems to be an idolization of this, um, this musician who is remarkably talented, who is an incredible entertainer, who is, who, who is probably someone who's going to stand the test of a pretty significant period of, of time. I mean, it, it, where uh, particularly young women and, and girls are, are they're They're just all wrapped up in who she is and the danger being that what she is advocating and what is even coming through in her music uh, is is very much at odds with what it means to be a follower of Christ. And I think that that is yes. a lot of our concern. Yeah, and we're, we're going to get into that because then how do you expect, why are you surprised when your kids become teenagers and, and leave the home where they don't understand our eth, you know, Christian ethics anymore when they're learning, when they're being catechized by, by that. So what, what I do want to say, I, I want to start off by just saying uh, some good things about her. Mm -hmm. And because, you know, again, this is a image bearer uh, of, right. of God. I mean, God's image is on her and uh, she, she claims to be a Christian. I don't believe, I mean, I think we, you know, you'll know them by their fruit and I think there's enough, mm -hmm evidence of particularly her public statements uh but also other things that that can tell us like that is in question uh but but in general i mean i just i think she is very talented very mm -hmm. successful i remember when you know early on i don't remember which award ceremony it was it's over 10 years maybe 15 years ago who knows how long now i think it was was it kanye west or somebody like stormed the stage and to right. the award from her right, right. Tried to like, because he was saying some other person should have won this. And she was just a really young lady. It was really kind of horrifying. Um, and I felt bad for her and I didn't even know. I mean, I don't, I don't, I, I, I can only say, I don't know any Taylor Swift, Swift, anything. I don't know any songs. I'm sure if I heard one, I'd recognize, <laughs> I think I recognize her voice. You know, the only song I do know is one I'll talk about later, which is you, you need to calm down or you something like that right? Uh, because it's, it's anti-Christian. You know, if it weren't for the ideological stuff, I think she's a great role model. I think she's respectable. Mm -hmm. I think she's 
done it right. But again, there's an ideology there that mm-hmm. that we need to consider critically as as Christians. I, she, I think she she's claimed, been mostly wholesome, except for the boy crazy thing that she kind of you know embodies right. for for young people. But I think she's mostly wholesome. I think she's been fun. I think she's talented. She sings awesome. Mm-hmm. She she say. came to prominence in her teen years, and and I think you know that's that's a that was a much more innocent age. She didn't she didn't go straight Miley Cyrus. She had a she had kind of a. Um, you know, Even a, Miley Cyrus didn't go straight. Miley Cyrus. No, she didn't. No, she didn't. She didn't. <laughs> yeah, uh, her her dad, Billy Ray, his his heart definitely became achy breaky as she as she got into her twenties and off of Hannah Montana right. for sure. Why are we talking about <laughs> Never would I have ever guessed that we would have been on the, this topic. But the, but no, the thing is, is that um, she. You know, she had. I think she she resonates very much with uh, with a lot of uh, uh, you know young women and and teenage girls. I mean, much of what she has sings, what she sings about. And I do know a number of her songs to to my to my uh, honor or shame. I do. <laughs> will, will you sing? Will you sing? Well, she sing, there's a song that she sings called Fifteen, um, and it's and and. Uh, 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 you know, there, there are a lot of the songs that she sings are, are very relatable to, you know, a high school aged girl who is trying to find herself, trying to navigate relationships with boys, navigate relationships in the world, um, find out who they are. I mean, that you know, it's a, it's a period of life in your teen years and your early 20s. I mean, she sings this song that was a great hit called 22. Um, that, I mean, I think that if you're, you're crazy, a Swifty, you, oh, you, I am a little I bit of a Swifty and I, and I, I really, she's a, she's a remarkably talented, uh, entertainer and a remarkably talented singer. She writes her own songs. Uh, it's not as if someone else writes her songs and she, I mean, she writes her songs and writes the music to it. She's, she's really, a, she's a musician. She's truly gifted, but, uh, the, what she sings about, just so resonates with a, a mm. certain demographic of of American uh, teens and 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 folks in their twenties who are just navigating the complexities of life and trying to figure things out. And she has a she has a very uh, genuine disposition. A, 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 she looks like someone that you could relate to, and she's she's a remarkable entertainer. And so. All of that combined together, and you see these uh, concerts that, I mean, I don't know how many, 50, 60,000 people going to her concerts, and and the tickets for these things are not cheap. I mean, they, you're not, these are not, I mean, people are spilling serious sums of money to go to these concerts, and um and, and that, even that, like, I remember, again, I don't know if it was 10 years ago. I'm at the age now where something could be one year or 10 years ago, and I have no idea. But, like, uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I remember, like, they were, it, it was kind of out there. Like, is the, is is it the end of the big performances? Like, people can no longer fill stadiums uh, kind of thing. You know, you think of I mean, you and I were Gen X. Mm-hmm. We grew up, everything was the big stadium, you know, rock concert or or whatever, oh, right. but uh, no, Taylor Swift is doing it. She's doing it. <laughs> She's doing it in a time where 
everything is so fractured. I mean, in, in, that, in other words, there's a, there's a niche, there are a million different niche markets for things and, um, you know, television shows and so forth. Uh, it used to be where, you know, we remember, you know, when Seinfeld was on or, or Beverly Hills 90210, that was in our, in my high school days. And, and, you know, all of life would sort of stop on Thursday night at nine o'clock to watch this one. <laughs> right. I mean, and, and that's how, that's how it was. Well, that of course is not like yeah. that anymore because of streaming and so forth. And, uh, but, uh, but you're right. I mean, Taylor Swift is selling out the stadiums wherever she goes. And, yeah. and, and so what is the, and what's the concern? The concern is that there is a, there is a, an idolatry. It appears to be that there is this truly an idolatry of, of someone who in many respects seems to be disguising herself as an angel of light. And that's really what the the enemy seeks to do. Like there's so many good and pure things about Taylor Swift, but mm. there are some things about her and, the, and things that she's advocating for that if you just wholesale embrace it, or you uncritically approach her and her music, then you start, I mean, she's preaching a message, right? I mean, you're, you get up there every Lord's Day and you preach for 30 minutes or 40 minutes, however long you preach, and, um, and, th and that's your preaching to the, to the people. But Taylor Swift, I mean, she's, you're, you're hitting, you're getting hit by, by her and, and her whole mojo that comes out. And that's a message that's getting preached. And, it's, and in many respects, there's so many good things and they're mixed with some very nefarious things that are, that can subvert the, the faith of our young, our young people in particular. And when you think of what the Lord's, um, calls us to be as fathers and mothers and parents to raise our children in the nurture and instruction of the Lord and to to teach them to love the Lord their God with all their heart soul mind and strength and to and to talk about these things when you when you when you lay down and when you rise and as you walk in the way as you read in Deuteronomy 6 um, you're 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 speaking to them something very different than what they're getting from uh, all that is coming from someone like a, a star like Taylor Swift and, and others as well. Yeah. Yeah. So let, let's talk about some of just her public, her public statements, and then we can see how we can discuss how, how that affects yes. mm -hmm. the home. Right. So let me, I'm going to pull up one here. Mm -hmm. So here's a, here's her Twitter account in uh, 2022 she says, I'm absolutely terrified that this is where we are, that after so many decades of people fighting for women's rights to their own bodies, today's decision has stripped us of that. And so she's retweeting a Michelle Obama mm -hmm. tweet about the Supreme Court's overturning of uh, Roe versus Wade. Mm -hmm. And so and, you know, Taylor Swift very much, again, like a part of her own story is women's empowerment, which, right. uh, you know, I want my daughter to grow up to be a, a, a strong, confident woman and, and Taylor Swift, whether it was, uh, again, I think it's Kanye who took the award from her or took the microphone from her or her own getting her rights back to her music from whoever her manager was, or I, I don't know, the company, maybe the label. Uh, there, there's this sort of women's empowerment message that resonates, like you said, and, and 
Uh, she kind of can do it all. I mean, she could sing these songs. She looks trendy. She's uh, it, trying to empower women. She embodies that. And then she says stuff like this. So what do you think daughters who are following her are, are saying? Or uh, this one. Mm-hmm. So the, this song in particular, you need to calm down. And, um, you know, it has uh, trans and LGBTQ activists and they're dancing around. And um, the, the whole message is like sort of to marginalize the Christian viewpoint, acting like we're just, you know, you're just screaming at, at gay people and you're mean and just you just need to calm down. They're just living their life. Mm-hmm. Look how joyful. And this is. You know, this is what how they portrayed the Christians. Like, By the you, way, look how they portray the Christians. Look at yeah. that. Look at if you're watching this on YouTube, and or if you go to Taylor Swift's music video of "You Need to Calm Down," they portray these Christians to be the most backwards people on the face of God's green earth. It's a tactic, right? Like we are going to take the extreme wing of a position. And then use that extreme wing to characterize the entire position. And this is what your kids are seeing. And so who wants to be associated with this group of supposed Christians that you see on this screen here when you see like all these fun-loving trans and LGB people just trying to live their life? And you have, you know people being portrayed as savages who are, who are Christians who are just backwards, mm-hmm. you know, people. And, and well, yeah, we don't want to be like them. So why, you know, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe Taylor Swift is right. Like they just, people just need to calm down, you know, and then you have churches who are promoting, I'm pulling up another one. So this is from the PC USA sermon series at Brentwood Presbyterian church mm-hmm. in LA invites Taylor Swift to help tell the good news of Jesus Christ. So here, yeah, this is the PC USA. You expect that and look at how beautiful, you know, the message right. is, but like you have the gospel coalition, you know, right. doing that. And and right. they had mud all over their face as this guy was just gushing over the Eros tour. And yeah. The, the gospel coalition had to pull down the article, you right. know, because it was just, it's just heinous. Like, what are you what are you promoting? You know, mm-hmm. now I will say in 2016, th- this article is still on the Gospel Coalition's website and it's it's written by Trevin Wax in 2016. And it says the gospel, according to Taylor Swift. And, it, and, and as I read it, I actually think, OK, this is an appropriate use of this, like not as if she's telling the actual gospel, but what is the good news according to her? You know, what is the mm-hmm. messaging in, in her songs? Now, now Trevin then spins it and says, see, there's the longing in all our hearts. And, you know, it's the sort of the missional thing to do is to find out what we what we really want. But mm-hmm. the, the gospel, according to Taylor Swift, is like, again, it's it's self-empowerment, self-discovery. And then he asks these questions. How does Taylor Swift really know that she's found herself? How does she know uh, the lookalike on the beach isn't just a mirage, you know? Uh, will her next relationship be simply another avenue for her to find more of herself? And it kind of talks about, you know, uh, something that I do where I look at society and I look at the things that people are valuing, supporting, singing, promoting and seeking uh, satisfaction in. That is their gospel. But those things are not going to satisfy. 
Mm -hmm. uh, because only Jesus Christ can satisfy. And then we point people to Christ. And so like the point is like that was an article on TGC and it still is. But then they write this other article about how wonderful the Eros tour is. And and I'm thinking, okay, so you have her marginalizing Christians acting like a Christian sexual ethic of one man and one woman being married is is just one among many options and anyone who holds to that as the as the only true christian sexual ethic are bigots you know the church is misogynistic that abortion is about a woman's body not about a life in a womb that's made in the image of god and you're having your 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 little girls dress up like taylor swift and be a part of swifties and make banners and worship her uh in the home and then you wonder why your kids leave the church mm -hmm. or go to some church like the you know that 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 is is about social activism but not about the gospel um that that you know a, a liberal liberal theological church mm -hmm. that it's like what are we doing what right what are we doing in our homes i'm not telling you if a taylor swift song comes on on the radio and you happen to be listening to the radio you got to turn it off that that's not what i'm saying what i'm saying though is what are you allowing to um, shape your children in your homes. Right, right. So much of this, George, seems to be with a, a confusion in the church with how we approach popular culture. And I don't pretend to have all the answers to that. But I, I, I you know, and, and I, we're not, and I just reiterate what you're saying. I mean, we're not saying to cancel Taylor Swift or boycott Taylor Swift or boycott, you know, so many, you know, other stars uh, who, who may be in a similar, similar lane of the world. What we're saying is we, we've got to, we've got to approach these people with, with critically. Uh, we've got to approach these people with a, with a, a Christian uh, and biblically framed uh, set of lenses, which means that we um, we we can we can appreciate what we can appreciate, but by and large, we need to to say, you know, this is women's empowerment. If you want to have strong girls, you don't look to Taylor Swift for that, you know, and you don't look to most of the 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 folks in the world to elevate strong girls and strong women, because what they're doing is a subversion of, of much of what the scriptures actually teach. If you want to raise strong women, take them to church and have them read the word and, and have them serve uh, one another in the church and have them befriend lonely and, and outsider type people and, and have them work hard for the glory of God and have them pursue the things that, that are honoring to him and have them think about what, what is coming at them and the messages that are being proclaimed to them through the media and through music and through popular culture and to, and to filter those things through the grid of the scriptures so that they'll, they'll be able to be like a, a, a tree planted by streams of water that yields fruit in its seasons. As we, as we read in Psalm one, who people who meditate 
on the the law of the Lord day and night. I mean, feed them with that. Them catechize mm. them. Play play some. That's how you raise a strong woman. That's how you raise a strong girl. Not by letting them sit under the the, the messages of, of worldliness, which the, the message of, of, of the world is, if you want to be a strong person, you have to fight for your own autonomy and live according to your own rules without any of the, the shackles of, of uh, the, 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 the uh, 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 patriarchal culture that we live in or the or, or whatever the case may be. I mean that that's the message that that the world and that Taylor Swift is is uh passing out. And you you look at that song and 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 it's and it's disparaging to the church. I mean it it is it, it is disparaging to to the people for whom Christ died. I mean they she 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 mm. props up the most um you know backwoods Neanderthal looking people uh, that she could possibly find and dresses them all up in such a way and, and portrays them as that's what the Christians are. And we're, we're, the, we're the people truly full of, of joy, the, 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 the sexually liberated folks, the, the people who are living according to their own rules and, and, and have that autonomy. Mm. Yeah, Darren, you said, I think there was a lot of, a lot of amazing things you said there about pursuing the good, the pure, mm-hmm. you know, I was thinking back to the 2013 Super Bowl, and not because I, I, I honestly don't even really watch football, but I was teaching a class at a former church in, mm-hmm. in this, uh, the Super Bowl happened and the halftime show was uh, Destiny's Child. Mm-hmm. It was like a reunion of these um uh, women from Destiny's Child, Beyonce, and mm-hmm. and others, and it was completely inappropriate for kids mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. I mean, so you had, you know, the most watched event of the entire year of of anything, and with families, and like I don't know how people could let their their kids watch that. I just couldn't, uh, and it was all about women's empowerment and and all that. And I remember making comments like that about, uh, in, in a class I was teaching on the culture, I happened to be teaching something on the culture, uh, in a Sunday school class. And I mentioned that, and then I had one mother like raise her hand and say, well, I think it was wonderful. And like, what do you say? You're, you know, here, here I'm an elder. And I just, and I, and I didn't say it harshly. I I probably even just said it more harshly now than I said it during the class, you know, and I just, Mm -hmm basically the message, what was the message of this episode, which is, you know, what are we letting into our homes and, and mm-hmm. how are we catechizing our kids and who's catechizing our kids? And then I have somebody say, well, I think it was just beautiful and wonderful. Mm-hmm. And this person had uh, a number of kids. The girls grew up to live just like what they were seeing in that, that Super Bowl performance. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and look, our kids can go astray. We know that, but when you are promoting something as beautiful, that is, is not, I mean, I don't know what else to say, <laughs> right? The over-sexual uh, sexualization of women on stage and, and um, is, is not beautiful. It's, right. it's teaching a version of womanhood that is not biblical. Mm-hmm. It is raging against the creator. 
and uh, and 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 I've seen the fruit of it in in the homes of people's lives that think it's okay to just uncritically, not even uncritically, cel- celebrating the culture in their home because we're trying to mm-hmm. celebrate common grace or something. And I just don't understand why there can't be a separation. Look, I listen to the radio in my car, right? And and, and in the car, I listen to country music. And country music has gotten, it's either a song about pickup trucks, alcohol, or girls, you know? Mm -hmm. So a song will come on, often I'll switch the station, or sometimes I'll listen to it with my kids and then we'll talk about it. What do you, what's the message of that? You know, and what do you, what do you think about that? And, and I'll, I'll engage them in such a way to think critically through the thing. And so that's why I'm saying, I'm not saying if you listen to the radio, I mean, some people may say, don't listen to anything. Don't watch anything. Don't watch movies. Don't. We're not saying that. I'm, I'm actually not saying that because I think yeah. I'm able to engage with those things. You know, Ike Reader talks about this quite a bit with, mm-hmm. with, uh, with Harry, with his dad, mm-hmm. you know, okay. So what's the world view being, uh, being shown here, you know, son. And I think we can do that. I think you can, I think we could celebrate as we've already sort of have acknowledged her mm-hmm. t- Taylor Swift's um, talent, mind, success, mm-hmm. but also say she's, she's she's wrong here. And this is also a tale of woe because she supposedly grew up in a Christian home. Right. Again, we're not jettisoning, you know, popular culture or any, anybody for that matter, Taylor Swift. Take what you can that's good, but understand that that she is a... She is someone who is who is actively pursuing that which is at odds with all that is good and right and true about the gospel and the, the scriptures and and we have to teach the teach our faith and catechize our children as if the pursuit of Christ is really the greatest joy. It is really the greatest beauty. Personal autonomy and empowerment isn't the chief end of our life. We just cannot mindlessly take this in as she's a, 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 an otherwise wholesome person. She's She has the look of someone who's somewhat wholesome and has the disposition of that. Uh, that type of person and has a very likable, approachable demeanor. The enemy is not going to come to you typically with skulls and crossbones and stench and things that you've already decided that you don't like. He's going to come at you as an angel of light. And this is the way that it works. And so we've got to be uh, critical thinkers and biblical thinkers as we approach uh, the the popular culture in which we live. Yeah. Yeah. That critical thinking. I mean, I, as we were talking about this, it was another thing was coming to mind just through this, you know, half hour we've been on here or whatever it is, but like even, even the movie frozen, you know, in which I, I thought it was a great movie. I'm not, I'm not down on frozen, but that song, as I would see, uh, let it go. All these, yeah little girls. I mean, every little girl was singing, let it go. Every little girl was, would knew it, knew it Mm -hmm. by heart. Well, how, how do you you ever know, like when you sing a hymn or a Christian song and it just resonates in your soul, right? The song at which is based on scripture. And it's just, and I see this by the way, in people in hospitals, um, older people, they may have dementia, whatever you start singing a a hymn and they can sing it and they know Mm -hmm. it and it's deep. It's buried in them deep. 
Right. What do you think it does to all these little girls, millions and millions of them singing, let it go, let it go. I'm one with the wind and sky. Let it go. Let it go. You'll never see me cry. Here I stand and here I stay. Let the storm rage on. Um, Turn away and slam the door. I mean, it's like and it's cute and it's beautiful. And it's like, you know, we're teaching people to be individualists, Mm -hmm. to live in ways that are. And and again, I mean, I'm not I'm not saying don't let them sing. Let it go. I'm just saying, at what point does like in your homes, have you allowed things to become idolatrous? Like, and we do need to think critically about this. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I mean, I'm, I will not be surprised mm-hmm. when all these people, all these supposed Swifties leave the church. It just won't even, it won't mm-hmm. even surprise me. Why, why would they stay when they've been taught this is good and beautiful mm-hmm. and she's a great example of whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and Look, I wish her the best, but her track record has shown she will move on from Travis Kelsey and there'll be another guy and there'll be another song about it. This is what it is. You know, I, I preached last week on uh, the triumphal entry, just where I happen to be in John's gospel. And, mm-hmm. you know, I was saying, talking about like Jesus, he's got this entourage, you know, they're following him from Bethany and the towns and they're coming to meet him in Jerusalem and they're saying, Hosanna, son of David. And there's all this hope. And I was just talking about like heroes and, you know, he, he receives like this hero's welcome because they think he's, he's like this political king who's going to bring them victory, you know, and who are our heroes now? You know, it's mm-hmm. celebrities. It's not warriors. It's not. Who do you want to be the celebrities for your children? Right. Right. And, 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 and it's superficial, right? Like, and, and I know neither of us were this uh, old enough, but uh, I mean, alive, but like when the Beatles came to mm-hmm. America and they were just a dorky boy band, I said it, right. <laughs> Go look at the video and the pictures and the videos, especially with them, with their hair. And they're just, they're a dorky boy band in, mm-hmm. back then. And, and it's a Beatles invade the u.s beatlemania two years after that because then that they hit international prominence is when john lennon said we're bigger than jesus christ and Mm -hmm. you know blasphemous yes but a truer statement probably is rarely Mm -hmm. ever uttered because it is true celebrity it's superficial and it's training hearts and minds it it does it does teach us though that we are looking for someone bigger and more awesome than ourselves or anyone else that we yes ordinarily engage with to follow to shape our life to help our lives find meaning that person displays himself not on the stage with lighting and costumes but that person comes to us uh through the word and through the sacrament (laughs) it it, it comes he comes to us um in prayer he comes to us through the means of grace which are, are, are much less, uh, there's much less fanfare behind it, but it's much deeper. He's much deeper. We need to, we need to think about who we're serving and, and what it looks like to put off the old man and to put on the new man. What we're, what we're allowing into our hearts and souls is what's going to come out of us. And so think about that with your children. Think about that for yourself, uh, I think that we all need to be challenged in that regard. Yes. Think about that for yourself. Uh, you know, because I mean, I'm not trapped by Taylor Swift, but I got my own things mm-hmm. that I mm-hmm. over prioritize and those things shape me, catechize me. And so, yeah, thanks for focusing us back on 
uh, Jesus Christ, who actually does satisfy those needs, who tells us what's good, true, and beautiful, and um, shows us by his very life. So, uh, thanks, Darren. Interesting conversation. I will direct all uh, negative comments and questions and concerns <laughs> to you. Yes. This is Grace to Stand uh, signing off. Thank you.